Hello, welcome to a View from the Side podcast with me, your host, Rosie Clement Henyon. On this podcast, we're going to look at art in Wales. I'll be interviewing established artists on their careers to recent graduates, as well as art historians and curators on the artists and issues that matter most to them. In this difficult time, I want this podcast to inspire and uplift those who are passionate about the arts, and specifically to give a platform to our experiences in Wales. For the first episode ever of A View From The Side podcast, I'll be interviewing Swansea's much-loved artist, Glennis Call. At the age of 96, Glennis has a formidable energy for her art. She still paints every day. Her practice includes various mediums from oil painting, collage, illustration to theatre design and stained glass. Mm-hmm. Her work is in private collections in the US, Australia and the UK. She had a retrospective at the Glyn Vivian Art Gallery in 2016 and last week she was awarded an MBE for her services to the Visual Arts in Wales. Welcome Glennis, how are you today? Oh, thank (laughs) you, I'm fine, I'm fine. All the better for seeing you. Oh, it's lovely to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, first of all, I'd love to start with your beginnings. Yes. And you were born in Fish Garden. Yes, 1924. What did your parents do? My father was a miner. Mm-hmm. He started very young, and because he was very bright, he rose to the top of his profession. Mm. He became in charge of a huge group of collieries. is is really quite a a wonderful career. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, he became cultured. He became mm. read, and mm. he was a a great person to follow if you. If you needed somebody mm. to, yeah. to have as a, a role model. Mm. You know. Did he bring like certain like literature that inspired you? Because I know that some of your work is influenced by Welsh myths. Did he sort of become cultured with that? Well, he was very well read, but he read uh, indiscriminately, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't go along the same tracks at all, <laughs> except that he was, well, I suppose... I got his determination in mm. that, the fact that he started life quite at quite a hard situation and blossomed into somebody yeah. who was a great role model. Mm. Yeah, and, and I suppose that comes into your work ethic today. <laughs> <laughs> You're still painting every day. Well, the fact that he was determined, mm. he must have been very determined to have done what he did. Yeah. And I think possibly I'm the same, really, mm. because of the fact that I, I still work every day at 96. <laughs> I must have got some determination to get up. Yeah, something personal, yeah. Oh. Mm. So what were your first memories of being introduced directly to art? Would you go to exhibitions around Fishguard? Or did no, you no. Well, I, I was born in Fishguard, but then... Because my father was in mining, I was brought up in the, in the mining valleys. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you, you ask her, what was my first... Well, do you know, I actually remember one Christmas I was given a paint box. And it was one of these cheap ones, big flat one, and all the paints were hard, mm. you know, re- rectangular squares yeah. with a, um, a sort of hoggy... Um, paintbrush and I can remember that I must have been terribly young the fact that I was given a, a book with a, a fairy in it 
drawn, you know, illustrated. And I painted the fairy with this paint box. Mm. I mixed orange and white and I made a peach colour. And I actually remember the moment when I put the peach colour on the fairy and it was absolutely fantastic. Mm. <laughs> but isn't that incredible? Yeah, that's amazing. That really made that's, an impression. That's big. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's got to have. Now that I'm 96, and what would I have mm. been, about four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 92 years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 92 days later, I, re- I realised that I could make a fairy pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. There's like definitely these moments that inspire and spur on where you want to go. And so this was your first box of paints. Yeah. And then did you keep progressing with paint or were you sort of started drawing maybe with charcoal? Yes, well... Yes, I, I continued, you know, yeah. I, I, yes, yes, I, I always wanted to, to paint and, and of course as I got older the paint boxes changed and mm. yeah, yeah, but it was the same attitude, the same attitude really. Yeah, I love yes, that. Yes, yes. And um, did you start going to paint sort of where you lived, would you like to do little landscapes? Or? No, 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 nothing like no. that, no. I, I tell you what, I, I used to write um, stories. Oh, um, yeah. And I did a my my father used to bring books home from the colliery because mm-hmm. he was um, um, uh, an official, and he used to bring books home from the colliery, and they were uh, lined, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I used to draw in those books and paint in them. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. When I was young, yeah, yeah, because uh, that was the only access I had in, to. to um, Lots and lots of paper. You mm, know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's inspired. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what age did you go to the Cardiff School of Art? Well, there's a little story, really. Well, first of all, I was mm. in. Yeah. I was in a very good grammar school, mm-hmm. and while I was there, where was the grammar school? In Hengoid in the Rumney Valley. Mm-hmm. It, it was a very distinguished grammar school, actually. Mm. And there it became obvious that art was my thing. You yeah. know? I, I spent so much time drawing and painting. <laughs> yes. And during the war, I made use of, of these things to make money for, uh, for the war effort and things like that. You know? mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think back on it. Yeah, you know? it is. It really yeah. is. What did you paint to sell? Well, it, it, they it used to produce little wooden boxes mm-hmm. and I painted, I painted them, mm. decorated them and they sold them yeah, for cool. the war effort. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like my grandma's got stories of it because she had a seamstress as a mother, so she'd like go sell yes. clothing. <laughs> yes, but, yes. Yeah. And so at grammar school, did they put much emphasis on the arts? Or oh yes, I I must admit that um, in the in the grammar school, uh, yeah, I was well known for my art. Mm, you know, yeah. yeah. This that was the thing. I, if I was well known for anything, that was what <laughs> I was well known for. <laughs> That's a good thing to be known for. <laughs> And how were the teachers there? Were they practicing artists themselves? Uh, no, no, we had no, no, no. no we no. we had a little old lady where she was, <laughs> and she sat behind her desk all the time, and she sort of 
said what I was supposed to draw, told us. And then that was it, you yeah. know, it was up to you. Mm. A complete, yeah, complete lack of any tuition at all, mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Yeah. But then, it's, and sometimes that's a good start then, because you find your Maybe, yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. Mm. But it was, it was no help when it came to the transition from that to um, art college. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a Because um, most of the other students had had sophisticated tuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, didn't seem to matter in the end. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what age were you when you went to... Oh, I must have been 17. Months. Yeah, and did you move 16, to... 17, I think. Did you go and live in Cardiff? No. Yeah, no. No, thereby lies the story because Mm. um, we lived at the top of the Rumney Valley, which is about 19 miles from Cardiff, at least more than that. Mm. And I travelled every day by bus and train Uh, to Cardiff. mm. And it was during the war when there was blackout, so I used to arrive home in the dark. And my father used to meet me at the bus Mm. because we lived in a house outside the village because of his position. And um, it was hard. Um, But apropos of that, it's quite interesting really. In my, what is it, second, third year in the art college, I was doing illustration. And one, we were only five of us in the group. That's really nice. Yeah. And one of them was a mature student, and she was Jewish, and she was very cultured. And she educated all of us. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> it was. The, the, yeah. luck, the luck of it. Mm. She introduced us, you know, to the classics, you know. We, we all read, wow. and we all read the same books, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. because, because of her. Yeah. And I used to read in the train, it was a tiny little light above your head mm. because of the blackout mm-hmm. and the aeroplanes used to come over in the night to Cardiff so I used to get out about six o'clock and um, I, I read War and Peace, Anna Karenina, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and a train all light. The, uh, everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with that tiny, tiny light oh. and I think of it now, quite incredible. Yeah. Really, quite incredible. Kind yeah. of like an intense learning. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes, it becomes more intense than otherwise, you know. Mm. Mm. And like very dedicated, going in between the black yeah. eggs. And, and having having this uh, older older. Well, she wasn't. She was not that much older than we were. I expect she was a <laughs> early twenties, you know. But because of sixteen, seventeen it year seems. olds, they, then of course she was old. You know? mm-hmm. But um, she was a very cultured woman, and she. Had, and she introduced us to all the arts, like ballet, you know, yeah, <laughs> everything, everything, which really we wouldn't have done mm. had she not been there, which was marvellous. <laughs> That's fantastic, yeah. In fact, I, I saw the Bolshoi Ballet during the war oh. in Cardiff. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's the luck of it, you know. Certain people are terribly important in your life. Mm. But what I'm sorry about is the fact that I, I'd never said it to her yeah. and I, I, I was talking to someone the other day and, and saying about this I said you know she doesn't realize she didn't realize she's obviously dead now because she was that much older than we yeah. were mm. 
she didn't realise what an effect she had on yeah. we young ones. Mm. Yeah. Marvellous, yeah. But it, yeah, I love that those people that stick in your mind. And yeah, she had a terrific effect on yeah. all, the, all, the, all the, 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 the other four, you know, as well. Was she living, was she from Cardiff? Yes, or, yeah. yes, and her name was Capel. Uh, Betty Capel and her, she was beautiful. And they had a music business in Cardiff. And I often wonder if I well, she, I mean, she's not alive now. Mm. But it, I'd like to tell whoever came after what an effect she had on us, you know. Definitely. It wasn't just me, it was uh, the others as well. Yeah. So, well, at least some of them, yeah. And because in, in like the mining valleys, there's not yeah. always access to the library, so it's completely yeah. getting involved with the literature, theatre, yeah. and the arts. Yeah. Um, so that was that was the, the great thing. And my father, you see, um, he because he was an official in, in the mining industry for mm -hmm. all, all of my life, and uh, he encouraged the, the libraries, you know, the mining yeah. libraries. Yeah. Um, and he went to um, evening lectures and things which were organised for, for the mining community. That's amazing. Which was brilliant, really. That's really good. Yeah, I've read about that, and I think it's great there was a movement to be oh, like, yeah. we need to be able to educate ourselves. Yes, they were, very, they were uh, you know, poets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. wonderful. wonderful. It, was a, it was a terrifically rich area to be brought up in like and yeah, it sounds like your whilst your father was determined it was also maybe like a whole climate of like determination yeah in that period so. yes yeah it was yeah exactly he yeah he influenced my life terrifically really mm. terrifically yeah. <laughs> was he like um very supportive of you studying art as well oh yes he uh, yeah my mother didn't want me to go to art college mm. so she she wanted me to be at home. She thought um, there was enough. <laughs> well, she actually said so. Because you know, <laughs> they were always huge houses because of my father's job. Yeah. Um, huge houses with huge gardens, mm -hmm. well away from the mining <laughs> thing. It, it's old-fashioned now, but yeah. that's the way it was. Mm. You know. Mind, she must have been lonely, so she probably would, would like to have me at home. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically like you were going to college in between the war and... Yes, yeah. Did you meet your husband, Ronald? Well, I, uh, I taught in... Uh, I, well, when I came out of art college, I got a job in the north of England. Mm. And it was in a boys' school. And before I actually got there, I went on holiday to Fishguard, mm -hmm. to my grandmother, as I'd always done. I spent my summers in Fishguard as my other home. Yeah. And I was with my grandmother, I adored, and mm -hmm. my aunt. And because um, my mother was a bit neurotic, so, you know, it was marvellous. And I went on holiday, and somebody said to me, oh, the art mistress in grammar school has to go home to Cardiff because her mother is very ill, and so she's had to give up her job. So I went like a shot from a gun to the grammar school. <laughs> I said, I understand that the art job is going, you know. And I got it. Yeah, so good. So I was, I was uh, teaching in Fishguard in the grammar school for 
think it's three or four years, I don't remember now. Mm. Living with my grandmother and yeah. my aunt, whom I adored, mm. and I had a lovely, lovely social life, and it was gorgeous. And then for no, for a very strange reason actually, I came to Swansea. <laughs> I must have been mad really, <laughs> but <coughs> yeah. What was the reason? <laughs> I know why, I remember. Mm. My headmaster from the um, art college uh, became an HMI, right. inspector of schools. He came to me in the grammar school and I didn't have an art room. I was, it was very, it was a lovely old, very, very old building and everything. And I was under great difficulty really. And um, he came, he took one look at me and he said, what are you doing here? Get up the line, girl. Get up the line. <laughs> up the line, yes. <laughs> and I took this to heart. Yeah, and I, yeah. I thought, I'll go up the line. Mm. And I, the, the, the ridiculous thing is, what he meant was London, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought I was wasting my time. Yeah. I came to Swansea. Well, a bit up the line. <laughs> <laughs> it was up the line, yeah. but not really far enough. It struck a chord, though. So that's what uh, I went. I came here, and I didn't have, um, I didn't know anybody at all. No, yeah. And so in the evenings there were art classes in the art college. Mm -hmm, yeah. And so I thought, well, that's something to do. You know, do some. Do life you remember work. what year you moved as well? Pardon? Do you remember what year you moved to Swansea? No, I'd have to have. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd have fine. to have helped. <laughs> Good look at no, that. But yeah, I, so. it should be easy to work that out, but I can't. <laughs> so, oh dear, no, I no. can't. So you're going to the Swansea Art College. So I, uh, I went to the art college in the night because oh. it was um, evening classes, and you, anyone could go. Mm -hmm. you know. So I went to the art college to do life drawing. And um, you won't remember these people. Um, Alfred James, I suspect you remember. Yeah. And George Fairley, they were on the staff of the art college. They were, they mm. were. Must have been an exciting sort of time there. It though. was, yeah. yeah. And um, I, <laughs> I did my, uh, my drawing. And of course, I'd been to Cardiff to to art college mm -hmm. and Kerry Richards yeah. was teaching her mm. and, and that, that's amazing <laughs> was, and, and actually uh, I've been terrifically lucky because well I have to back a little now because mm. when I was in Cardiff in the art college uh, I did illustration mm. after having done life drawing etc for the first year I did illustration with Kerry Richards, and Kerry Richards had come down from London for three years, and I was—I had him for three years. <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect, mm. because his life drawing class was fantastic. I mean, if you know his work, and you can imagine. Yeah, I'd love to know what what kind of things would he say in those life drawing classes? Well, that was that was the interesting thing. Yeah. When we did illustration with him, then he would talk, and he would talk about what was going on in France. Wow. And he'd bring 
magazines and things. How he got them during the war, yeah, I'd never known. That's fantastic. But he used to show us all these things. So we were up with a minute, you yeah. know. It was marvellous. That really What is. an opportunity. I mean, I can't get over it, really. My, I, every time I talk about this, I think, I just can't get over my good luck in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that I should have come there when he was there. He was only there for three years, and I was, you see. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Like, um, I've heard, you know, there's magazines that get circulated, but... Yeah, I wonder how he got them during the yes, war. Yes, I, I did. He did. <laughs> were they were they black and white at the time or in colour print? Do you yeah, they curious? were they normal, you know, art magazines. Yeah. In yeah. French mostly. Mm-hmm. But, but of course, um, illustrated, etc. You know. Yeah. And of course, he was one. Kerry, Kerry, Piper, Henry Moore. Mm. Kerry, Piper, Henry Moore, and who else was it? Kerry. I'm sure there was another one. Anyway, they were the great, the, the, that was the art for, for this country. Yeah. And they were responsible, really, yeah, for, for all the great things that happened during the war and after the war. Were you aware of Graham Sutherland at the time? Yes, well? Graham Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah, was trying to yeah. remember. Yeah, because that's I, right. Yeah, I love his paintings, and obviously yeah. he came to Pembroke as well. And the, you know, you know the. Um, the drawings from London during the Blitz and the underground yeah. drawings and all those things, you know, those were those were the things that were going on, you mm-hmm. see, when I was a student, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it was very, though you would never believe, would you, that during wartime, that the art field mm-hmm. was very rich. That's so true. All those people at the same time. Sort of thinking now, with the, like we have a pandemic going on. Yes. But at the time, because Kenneth Clark, I think he was very behind. Yes. Making sure during this time of crisis that the arts would continue. And, yes, that's right. And the sort of exhibition numbers people attending were huge, even during the war. They, yeah. It's something that people need. Yes, you could link up with it. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was uh, the art. The art. Uh, in London, particularly, mm. uh, was extremely vital. Yeah. Very vital. The sculpture, painting, everything. Mm. You know? Yeah. And it's nice that you had that connection. And um, yeah, wasn't I lucky though yeah. to have been there then, mm-hmm. when all of that was going on? You know. Do you remember if any shows came to Cardiff at the time with Henry Moore? Or no, but we did go to London. Well, during the Blitz, <laughs> we did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. We did went to London for, to see exhibitions. Would you go with your lecturers? Would we? We went on our own mostly. On your own, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> if Kerry was happened to be going to London, you know, I remember him sitting on this. Uh, um, dear, dear, the night the doodlebug bombs were going over. My mother was terrified. Um, and Kerry had an exhibition in uh, Cork Street mm-hmm. and yeah. we went up to this and our parents were terrified because the doodlebug bombs were coming over, they'd come over, they'd stop and they'd explode and it was, I mean it was dire but we were so enthusiastic, <laughs> we went. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to see the art, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Kerry had this exhibition in uh, Cork Street, and um, <laughs> he came back to Paddington Station with us <laughs> and sat with us in the blackout. It was dark, it was black. Mm. Um, 
until our train came in, you know, mm. yeah, to see us off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> Greater love hath no man. <laughs> they go up in the middle of the bonds mm-hmm. to see his work. Definitely. Yeah. But I can imagine your mother was Oh, my mother terrified. was terrified. All our yeah. mothers were. Because at that time, these bombs, they came over sort of silently and then mm. burst, you know, over. Oh, dreadful, dreadful. Yeah. yeah. Still made it to Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I was lucky. I was dead lucky. Mm, sounds yeah. amazing. Are you in touch with any of your sort of cohort from back then or... You know, They're all dead. Well, 96, you would expect it, really. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I forget you're 96, so I'm like, how are they, how are they doing? Um, <laughs> um, no, is there... Um, but just quickly, we'll, we'll move on from Kerry Richards, but what biggest impact do you think he had? So there's the magazines, but... Yes. Is it colour and form? Yeah. Introduced us to the art of that time. Yeah. And because we were doing illustration, also introduced us to the illustrations of previous periods, you know what I mean? I'll tell you what one of his terrific influences was. You know his drawings, the most wonderful drawings. Life drawing class. We'd all be sitting on our donkeys with a model in the middle of the room and the door would open and we knew he was coming in, and he was silent, and he'd walk round behind us, and you were waiting for a tap on the shoulder, mm. he'd tap you on the shoulder, and then you got up, and he sat down in your place, and then he looked at the model, and he had a little stubby pencil like this, mm. and he'd start at the shoulder, and you watch his hand go like this, down this side. And then when it came to where the figure met the, the seat, the donkey, the, the pressure of the flesh on the, the wood would sort of tuck, and he would say, he'd go all the way down, oh, this gorgeous line, you know. And then you come to this, and it go, and it tucks. And when he said it, mm. you could feel it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could feel it. You could yeah. feel it. Um, and so that, in a way, I, I always think that was the important thing mm. that he gave us. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think yeah. like this, it almost seems minor, but it's those little things of just yes. tweaking how you look at yes. it completely. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Because in a way, doing that made you actually see it. Mm. And mm. from actually, then on, you were looking for that yeah. in, in things, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah. Nice. How did you meet your husband, Ronald Cole? Well, when I went to the art college to get to know people, really, mm. and draw, and I did that, and uh, Fred James and uh, Kerry Richards, uh, Fred James and George Fairley were the two lecturers mm. who were doing the drawing classes. And when they came to me, they said, well, where did you study? Because my drawings were like Kerry's drawings, which are black and strong, you know, very, 
positive drawings, you know. And of course, nearly everywhere else, particularly in London, drawings were thin and fine. Mm-hmm. Completely different. Yeah. His were a, a, a punch in the nose, really. Yeah, yeah. You know? Was that like the New English Art Club? That's thing? right. Yeah. That's mm. right. Absolutely. So they saw this, you know, and so they took an interest. And then, and then they said to me, have you met the new sculpture lecturer? Mm. I, I said, no. The two of them took me down to Ron. He'd just come to Swansea mm. from the Royal College. Right, yeah. He'd just, yeah. it's sculpture, and he'd just taken up this job, as I had done. Mm-hmm. And shall I tell you the truth now? Yeah. yeah. Well, I fancied him. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't do it immediately. Mm. I left it a little bit. But one evening, all my students know this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> One evening, I, the, the ladies' cloakroom was at the end of the corridor. I went into the ladies' cloakroom and I waited inside the door until I heard his footsteps coming up the corridor. Yeah. And when I thought he was actually opposite the room, I dashed out and I bumped into him. <laughs> Now I'm telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding cloak rooms. (laughs) Oh dear. Um, And we walked down the (laughs) stairs together Mm. and we got to the bottom Mm. and he turned to me and he said, uh, Would you like to go for a drink? (laughs) And I said, Yes, mm. and it would have been the first time I'd ever been in a pub in my life. I'd never been in a pub. Yeah, yeah. And no. we walked and down to High Street, <laughs> and there's a pub at the end of the, the lane there. We went in. As soon as we went in, Vaughan said, Oh! And there was Dull and Thomas. Wow. Now, Dull and Thomas and Ron were in the same class in school. Okay, yeah. And of course, they hadn't seen each other because Ron had been to the Royal College, mm. and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they had a... <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so I met Dylan Thomas straight away. Definitely. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, so there we are. But, but that's such um, a, like, I don't know, it's... Anyway, yeah, so then Ron and I got together. And I married him. Best thing I ever did in my life. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So lucky, you know. Yeah. Oh, God, I was so lucky. Did no. he, um, because he was a sculptor, Yeah. did that change your perception at all of, of your way of looking at things? Or did you, was it just nice no, to have someone? No, not really. I, I think my, my, uh, my vision ha- had sort of solidified, you know. Yeah. 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 You didn't know. But it's nice when you've got someone who's also as passionate about. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but how lucky! Mm. I keep on saying, you know, Mm. my life has been like that. Dead lucky, you know. Honestly, it was marvelous. It was a wonderful married life, and he supported me every inch of the way, you know. 
he was the first person who said to me, you're a calorist, you know, and you're, that's what you are, you're a calorist, isn't it funny? Mm. Because calor was not in Kerry's interest. Right. You know, um, no. Do you think hooked you to like these strong colors? And, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big oh, question. Oh, I just, I just, just love color. Yeah. I just love color. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm. Yes, it's a passion, you know. Mm. It's a real passion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. And I, I've read before that you, I don't know if you've said it or you've been compared to, but with Rothko and Turner. Oh, yes. Rothko. Just, yeah, I love Rothko. I love <laughs> Rothko. I love Turner and Rothko. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Marvellous. They've really hung the galleries in Tate Britain now, which is really nice. They've got the Rothko room now by the Turner room. Oh, really? Which is really good. Yeah. Really nice. Oh, that's great. They've done that during lockdown. That's great. Yeah. see them together. So Jodie was telling me that, um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. This is what happens. Uh, anyway, she was, um, she was in the Glynvivian. She went to Tate Britain and she mended, you remember a man knifed one um, of the Rothko's? Yeah. And she was responsible for mending it. Big what job. a responsibility. Yeah, we complete. Can't. <laughs> you can't tell. And to this day, Janie was telling me earlier this evening, she, Jane's in touch with her because mm -hmm. I was in touch and I passed her on to Janie. Yeah. And um, that she's very proud that that particular one is mm -hmm. now in the Rothko room. That's amazing. Isn't that you, it? You would be so proud you've helped fix yeah, the Rothko. And, exactly. Yeah. What a painting to work on and be so close to it would be yeah. incredible. I'd love to. Imagine, yeah. yeah. Do you like Rothko? Yeah, I really do. Oh, yeah. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I'd like to see his chapel in America. Yes. Yes, I got that in a magazine, somewhere, a book mm. somewhere. I think yeah. he's one of the first artists that I really hooked on to. Like, Is that so? <laughs> you like me then? Yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. I, I just. Yeah, it's no, my, exactly. That's why it's my passion, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel wonderful. That. Wonderful. When did you become a teacher at Swansea College of Art as well? Oh yes, um, that was after I was. Um, I used to go as you, as you, I said, you know, to mm. evening classes and things like that. So I, yes, I started off as a uh, teaching part timers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In uh, in the college, and I just loved it, and I must admit. I made <laughs> huge classes because I was interested in colour mm. and I taught as I would teach for students but these were ladies yeah. and uh, they all caught fire if you know what I mean. <laughs> well how could you not yeah. you know. Yeah. If somebody points things out to you how if you put one colour against another colour something happens. I love, yeah. Yeah, no. definitely. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> it really. Yeah. Nothing is in isolation. Sort of mm. thing, you know, it's it's. Uh, mm. I mean, it's it's thrilling. It's it thrilling. is. It is. And the way in which a a, a color produces its interaction, then, and that part, and you, and you can draw your eye over the next thing, and the, and the color comes mm. with it. You know. Well, I mean, it's exciting beyond like all the possibilities. Once all you the possibilities. That, yeah. All mm. the possibilities. Oh, God, yeah. I, you know, I, I love teaching because yeah. 
to see the enthusiasm mm. in somebody's face mm. who hadn't ever, ever, ever thought about or seen this. And then they suddenly see that there, there's, uh, they look at something and another colour appears alongside. Mm. Well, I mean, that's got to affect you, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And if you're a painter, how important that yeah. is, yeah. you know? realising that and mm, yeah it, it makes your vision double you know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I love that yeah yes. double. <laughs> like looking at the sunsets of power and like they're such strong colours anyway yes exactly but once you can even double exactly. that up yeah and, and those the... produce other colours mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And I it's exciting Joseph Alves book oh yes the name lovely yeah but even like you know the access like you can buy that quite cheaply and you can look at it yes. and it just changes your mindset it then. does like, exactly page page. yeah yeah and um th- that i found exciting in teaching mm, that was the... terrifically exciting in yeah. teaching to stand behind the students looking at the model mm-hmm. and saying now look at the edge where the red meets the flesh mm. and then uh, it's green <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I know. Oh, there's nothing more exciting mm. than actually opening somebody's eyes to things like that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what a special thing! I loved it. Oh, I did enjoy it. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was mm. there for years, and you... eventually in the stained glass department, of course. Then. Mm. Yeah, and then did that change again how you looked at colour because glass is quite different yes it is quite different yeah light yes yes do you mix your own pigment do i do you when you paint do you use oil tubes or do you i mix? use tubes yeah. yes yeah 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 but I, I'm a messy painter <laughs> i am i'm terrible oh. i really am <laughs> And if you ask to see my studio, I say no. I know, that's, yeah, I know, I know that's the secret. So. I, I was working this morning and I came out lunchtime, you know, and I thought, I said, she's not coming in here. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. I can see the paint on your trousers. That's what I need to, yes. what I need to know. Oh, dear, dear, yeah. dear. I'd love it if you just talked briefly about your routine every day, because... You get, up, my... get up in the morning and you... Yeah, well I do, yeah, yeah. I do. I, um, I get up in the morning, I have my breakfast, mm-hmm. I decide what I'm going to have for lunch, you know, mm-hmm. or I prepare it the night before, yeah. whatever. And then I go up to my studio and I work until lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And then I have my lunch and then I go back up again yeah. until it's dark. And I really honestly... I. I and I'm so grateful because I'm 96 and I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can you imagine what it would be like if I didn't have it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had an eye problem a few weeks ago mm. and I was terrified. The first thing I said to them, I said, I'm not going blind, am I? You know, the thought of it, my mm. God. So now you painting with an extra sort of urgency. Yes. <gasps> Dear me, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're still going. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment? Is there a well, I, yes, I'm, I'm doing a series of landscapes. I'll show you in a minute. Yeah. 
but they're, they're always partly done because I bring them down mm -hmm. and my daughters cross with me because they're big and I carry them up and down the <laughs> stairs, you know. Uh, she told me today, she said, I told her, Paul is a young man who lives down the road and um, he's been teaching all over the world. He's come back to Wales. Oh, lovely. And Janie was telling <laughs> that I travel, that I go up and down stairs with these big canvases, you know. He said, Dad, only let me know. I'll come and do it for her. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have stuff in the studio, then. <laughs> 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 you can oh, sweet, though, you know. Yeah, it's sweet. Very, That's very really sweet. sweet. The prospect of bringing him up and saying, come up and bring a canvas down the stairs. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd work on paper. Yeah. Well, does. I do work on paper. I work on paper as well. Mm. Yeah. I like working on paper. Actually. Yeah. Oil on paper. Oil on paper. How big do those works go um, up to? Do you... well, I can't tell you. No, I can't see the measurement. But they're more yeah. me the medium. Not little. Not, not, not little. Not big no. ones. Big, yeah. Big ones. And yeah. um, do you use like rags in your work still? With yes. Them? Yeah. I love that. I love that <laughs> because because it's the real like. I, I use feet. hands and rags mostly. Hands and rags. My <laughs> <laughs> <Like> medium. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, to be quite honest, um, because of my age and the way in which your hands, rheumatism, I suppose, you know, it's, it's very difficult to uh, hold anything very small, you know, like a, a small brush now. I just couldn't, you know. Right. Yeah. It'd have to be something chunky, but I'd love rags and hands. Yeah, well, you're really getting involved then, aren't you? I get thoroughly covered. Yeah, no wonder <laughs> it's messy. <laughs> <laughs> and you produced a book recently, Nimbo. Well, yes, I've always written. Yeah. For children, mm -hmm. always. Yeah. Um, I've written a terrific number of stories. I, and I also went to a creative writing class, and, and uh, yes, I, I was very well received by yeah. that, you know. I yeah, loved, I loved it. Uh, was that, were you working on that two years ago, or about a year ago? Yes, about, yeah, about two years Cause ago. Because I think I, think I came in here and you had piles of paper. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes, 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 and you're like, I'm working on a book, and I think you were producing it. Each page, and it was just oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. So yeah. it's nice to see it completed, and yeah. Yeah, We're but I love. I I I still like writing poetry mm. as well as children's stories. Mm. I love it. Yes, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. And you did the Taliesin book for Vernon Watkins. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. You've seen that, I haven't have. you? Yeah. It's really special. Oh, I enjoyed that. Fancy. Mm. The old style press, mm -hmm. they produce precious books, you know, and they asked me, and I, well, actually, what happened was, I had an exhibit, I had one piece of work in an exhibition in Swansea, and I was there, and this couple, very distinguished looking couple were there, and he came up to me, and he held my elbow, and he guided me like this, round, to my piece of work, which was black and white. And he said, this is yours? Yes. Would you like to illustrate a book for us? Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's how it happened. And then, of course, I did a couple of books. Yeah. Oh, I so enjoyed. Oh, I loved doing that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a really beautiful book. And 
Yes. I really love your illustrations for it. Like you it too. Suits oh, it completely I like that. And yeah. it's really well presented. Uh, oh, thank you, Lanka. Yeah. 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 Well, I loved. I loved doing it. Mm. Yeah. And but do you know something? That uh, I've done two books. The, uh, the big book, but book, but small one as well, is has gone all over the world and is in the National Library. Universities everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. It's quite. It feels quite universal. Oh yes. Looking at it, but I quite like it because it still feels quite like Welsh and like rugged with the like, yes, the I know. way the black and white's <laughs> printed. I don't know. It's quite. <laughs> I don't know. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Did you know Ben and Watkins? Yes, or? I think. Yeah. Yes, very well. We were friends. Mm. Yes, we used to go. They lived then down in Pennard, on the hill, on the on the cliff. They had a small house, you know. Mm. And what was amazing was the fact that how it ever happened, I don't know. But he seemed to, <laughs> because he was such an interesting poet. There were always Americans and people from all over, men, and you'd be asked to a party. Mm. And there'd be all these people and Japanese and as a matter of fact, one Japanese wrote a book about it. And you know, I must have got that here somewhere. That sounds so interesting. About what about the sort of milieu go like Again? What did they write the book about? He he wrote about Vernon Watkins, Mm -hmm. but he wrote about the parties. And there were photographs of all of us in the book. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, but it was all in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, but we got it somewhere. Yeah, I'd love to see that one. Well, I don't yeah. know where it is. It's here. Mm. It's here. That's so interesting. But, uh, yeah, that, well, of course, that made for... Because Vernon was a very close friend of Dullan's. Mm-hmm. Was there quite a connection between America and Wales at the time? Or, I mean, Oh, yes, a literary. Mm, yeah. Yes, a terrific amount. There were uh, there were always parties and there was always seemed to be an American there, <laughs> <laughs> and of course Dylan and Vernon were very friendly as well. Mm. And Ron was in the same class as uh, Dylan, you see, yeah. in school in grammar school. Yeah, That's it's been an awfully interesting life, uh, it hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. hasn't it? And I've been lucky. Absolutely. When you think about it, did you travel to America? Me? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I travelled to America because Jane was in America. She, uh, her husband, took a job in America. Dear, right across, I can't remember the name of it. It's 3M, the company, wherever their headquarters is in America. It is. Was it east or west? West. Yeah. Furthest end. Yeah. Furthest side of America. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, it's uh, very well known because. Yeah. Did America inspire you? Did it have much of an impact, or did you go to the art galleries there? Oh yes, I I, I saw as much as I could when, yeah. I, when mm. I visited. You know, mm. I saw it. Mm. Yes, heavens, yes. Have you been to the um, East Coast with the Boston Museum? No, I haven't been as far as that. Yeah, but my book has. Your book has your books there. <laughs> your my, books do your travelling. My, my, yes, my, um, my big book <clears throat> is is in California, in the huge library in California. Mm, that's so, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah, but, but whilst talking about circles, and you also knew Ernest Sabode. Yeah. And did you know the rest of the Rondha group? I knew Charlie, Charlie mm-hmm. Burton. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, yes, I did, and I can't remember. Some, some of them were in the art college with me. Yeah, because I... Tom I, Hughes. Mm, Tom Hughes. Tom Hughes. Oh, that's awful. And I can see his face, you know. Mm. And he doesn't look very pleased with me either. Did you meet regularly in the Sabole? Uh, yes, well, yes. We, we moved in the same circles, you know. We, we had the same friends and everything. And, and also, exhibit, I exhibited in Cardiff. And, of course, he did as well. Yeah. So we saw them. And they visited them. He visited here as well. Mm-hmm. Was that No, no, it wasn't here. It was in in Sketty, I think it was, before we came to... I came... Yes, my husband was alive. And we were living in Sketty, Queen's Road in Sketty. That's what, mm. when Ernie and his wife came and stayed with us. Were you involved with the Welsh Arts Group then? I didn't realise there was one. Or was it Contemporary Art Society for Wales? Oh yes, Contemporary Art Society for Wales, yes, 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 yes. Did you find those kind of organisations were very helpful with exhibiting and creating? Well, a yes, of- yes. They oil the wheels, you know. They oil the wheels. I exhibited a lot in Wales. What's kind of one of your fondest memories of exhibiting? I had a very successful exhibition in Cardiff, and it was it was a gallery above theatre at the theatre in the main Queen Street in Queen Street it's a big gallery and I sold practically everything and um, it was a period that I used handmade paper my own paper and collage and gold and strong colour and I did enjoy doing it and I when I'm saying it now I think oh yeah I'd like to do that now you know I used to make my own paper and the, the garden was covered with pieces, <laughs> pieces that looked a bit as if the cows had been in, you know, <laughs> drying in the sun. But uh, lovely textures, mm. wonderful textures, wonderful surfaces. Yeah. And then I was able to gild them. Mm. That's, That's lovely to work with. And yeah, yeah, it was, again, enjoyed it. Well, I'm saying that now. I think, oh yeah, oh, I'd like to be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> you might have started me off on something new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be up there again, <laughs> And was that was that quite inspired by your trips to Greece? That oh that yes, when well, yeah. oh how could it not? Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, mm. of course, mm. yes. Um, oh, Greece! No, I, love I loved yeah. Greece. I loved Greece. Yes, and we went to some lovely galleries and and, the, and, the, and lovely churches I don't you know the Greek churches are mm. wonderful have you been to Greece? I haven't been yet no. oh, oh, I'm excited I'm excited it. to go oh you'll enjoy it um, I, oh I loved it because you can see the ancient sort of Greek shapes yes, can't you that's right that Which was where the influences came from really, yeah, yeah. really nice yeah. The, the interiors, the gold interiors, you know, mm. and the sort of convoluted surfaces and things. Yeah. And, uh, I know, I think previously you've spoken about Welsh tales being inspiring for you as well. Yes, the Maganogion. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've illustrated a, a, a lot of uh, Maganogion, mm. Ma, Mag, Maganogion stories. Yes, I find, yes, it's the, what I like is 
the romance of it. I like the romantic. I'm a real sucker for the romantic, yeah. <laughs> It'd be really nice to talk about your inspiration from living in the Gower, though, as well, being situated yes, literally by well, this amazing, yes, yes. by these landscapes. But, uh, I'm terribly lucky living where I am because I look out of the window mm. and the sea is there yeah. and it's continuously changing, the sky is there mm. and the interaction between the two. I mean, you can't but be influenced, really, can you? You, know, you can't not. No, it's, it's so beautiful. Mm. I, I just, I love Goa. Yes, I, I've done quite a lot of work from Goa landscapes. I, I love things like um, Kevin Bryn and that road that comes down it. Mm -hmm. I've used it over and over again. Yeah. But it's fantastic that. Mm -hmm. Standing at the bottom and looking up and, and sort of seeing it then going up. It's really romantic. I I love Kevin. It Bryn. is, and it, it has, yeah, it's romantic, it's definitely the word yes. for it. Because during September, when you get those beautiful sunsets. That's right, gorgeous. Yeah, I had lots of um, drives there, and yeah. just, just pull up the car and like, watch oh, it come along. Beautiful. Mm. And uh, I had a lovely experience. While, um, when I had the big show in the Glen Vivian, I had somebody making a film. You, I think you probably saw it uh, uh, shown in the Glimpse. Mm. And they took me, a cameraman as well as the girl who was doing it. I know, oh dear, her name's gone out of my head and I can't forgive myself for that. Anyway, they took me down to Gower and I had a fantastic experience because um, we stopped on the top of Kettenbrin and I walked away from the others and I walked across the road where there's sort of gorse, gorsey bushes, you know, low gorse bushes. And I walked into these and suddenly the whole thing seemed to rise up and the birds singing at the top of their voices. I've never, I've never had an experience like it in my life. They all rose up. I frightened them uh, and, and you know the lark ascending, I, oh dear what's the name of the composer, well anyway it was amazing because mm. we, we got into the car and came down the hill and she put her finger on a button mm. and there was the orchestra playing, the, filling the whole of the, of the, of the car <laughs> with the lark ascending. Wow, oh, <laughs> that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's oh, it was marvellous. Yeah. Yes, the wonderful music, you know. Mm. I yeah. think there's those evenings that can really make it just that are so beautiful in Longgower. Yes, <laughs> so oh nice. dear, yes. And talking about your Glyn Vivian retrospective, yeah. that was called The Colour of Saying, yes. which was in 2016. How did that feel to be the first artist shown there after their reopening? Did that feel quite important? I was terribly proud. Mm. I really was terribly proud and, and I couldn't get over my good luck. Everybody was so helpful and Mel Gooding was the top of his tree as a, a critic and, mm -hmm. and art writer. Yeah, yeah. And I had him. Yeah. And he was Kerry Richard's son-in-law. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> like, like you said. Isn't that amazing yeah, though? What, what Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh dear, yes. It, that was... That was the most wonderful thing for me. I still haven't got over it, really. Uh, 
it was so good of them to do it and they did it so good. Well, Karen, it was Mel who really uh, yeah. did it. And, yeah, uh, really but they, they were behind him all the way, you know. They did the Glyn Vivian play an important role for you when you came back to Swan? When you came to Swansea. Well, I, I, I went to the Grey Vivian and I went on the, uh, I think I was, well, I was one of the mem people starting the Friends of the Gallery. Yeah. You know. mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes, I was very much involved. In I was on the committee. And yeah. I remember having very, very funny actually uh, committee meetings in the hall of the, um, <laughs> of the Glyn Vivian, long table and all, everybody around it. Um, they, yeah, they've got a fantastic collection of Welsh art there. They and, have, um, yes, they have. I love Cedric Morris's Llanmadoc Hill. Yes, in that, which I like Cedric Morris. Mm, yeah, because he speaks about his love of going over Cuff and Brennan's as well. And yeah, <laughs> you probably know much more about it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So how do you feel about being awarded your MBE? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your legacy, you, you sort of truly become, I think, part of the fabric of the Swansea Arts. You know, you helped yeah. found the Mission Gallery, you've been a teacher at Swansea, Swansea College of Art, yeah. and you've got that legacy going through. Yeah, and now how does it feel to get the MBE? Yeah, I, I was absolutely amazed, actually, you know. But it was so lovely. As you say, you know, I've been involved in, in all sorts of aspects. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all sorts of aspects of art in Swansea. Mm -hmm. Including the making of um, sets for the little theatre. Yeah. Which I loved doing. Yeah. I, I would love to have worked for the theatre. Mm -hmm. I would have loved um, to have But that was that. an opportunity. That yeah. was an opportunity. Like, and, and we had people like Elizabeth Yorth Jones who were cultured women and men, who did things like uh, Waiting for Godot and um, really classics of, of theatre. And I loved doing mm. the set. I mm. thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd love to see images of your work there. Yeah, well, I would as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'd tell you why. Because with theatre, mm. once the play is finished, I mean, every night, this mm. the play is finished, the lights go out, and nobody's interested in the sets. Do you know what I mean? Mm. In in um, the production, the, the actual performance mm. is the important thing. Yeah. And and as far as um, theatre is concerned, the sets are not not important. Like a quick so thing. I didn't have any record mm. of all the sets I did for little theatre. And I didn't write photograph yeah. them. And nobody else did. That's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. It is such a shame. Because I, um, I love looking at theatre set designs. Um, yes. I've been to see Matthew Bourne. Yeah. And his ballets. Yes. Oh, lovely. They're incredible. But I, I, the sets are always amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love set. I mm. thoroughly enjoyed set. I would, I would have loved to have done that as a, you know. I did quite a lot of theatre design. And I did it for the opera as well. Mm. They had very good opera. We had a very good um, Polish theatre designer, th a theatre um, producer, uh, who came temporarily for a couple of years to Swansea and produced opera. Mm. And I did sets for them, and I oh, I loved it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I loved working for the theatre. I would like to have done that. And I often wonder when, when Kerry said to me, my, 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 my theatre designs, and said, send those to Nanette de Valois. And of course, that was the head of the tree, you know, absolutely the head of the tree. Yeah. Everybody knew the name Nanette mm. de and I think to myself, I wonder, had I done that, whether my life might have been completely different if I'd done theatre design, which I'd love to have done. Mm, be yeah. a very different brain. But then I wouldn't have had the life I've had. No. And I'd like the life I've I like had. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think it sounds like every stage of your life has sort of fallen into place. Yes, dead lucky. Yeah, that's um, what I call myself, dead lucky. Dead lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to ask you as well, have you been watching the news at the moment with how the arts are being treated? Oh, dear, dear. And sad, isn't it? <laughs> it's really sad. Terribly sad, yeah. yeah. This country is not art-orientated, is it? But I mean, and it's like after you just spoke about during the war and... It was really like, I don't know, a rich moment. And yes. it, that's what art could be playing a role now. Yes, exactly. Um, exactly. Sort of a space of yeah. like meeting. Yeah. Yes, I can't get over that. You know. mm. Did you see the government adverts? <laughs> no. Oh. oh there sorry. was there was a picture of a ballet dancer. Yeah. And it said job could be in cyber. She just doesn't know it yet. And so they've got this big thing to retrain and reskill. Oh no! Yeah, it's really shocking. You don't mean it. That's real. Dear, dear, dear. Mm. Yeah. Oh dear, dear, yeah. This country is not art orientated. Mm. Well, it a lot of it isn't. I'd like to thank Glenna so much for this chat and for sharing her story. It's been really interesting. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of A View From 